Hello and welcome again to the Practical Enneagram. Today my interviewee is none other than Integral Master Coach, Speaker, Writer and Entrepreneur Chayla Davison, whose name I first encountered seven years ago at the same time and through the same person that introduced me to the Enneagram. So a bit special. Back then, Chayla was running her own business and training and coaching for Integral Coaching Canada, for whom she's still a director. I used to want to be Chayla Davison before I had to accept that that was never going to happen as my coaching style is totally different. Check out one of her Coaching for the Collective videos and you'll know what I'm talking about. She's got to be one of the best developmental coaches around and she is a stunning writer as well. This brilliant, talented, developmentally mature type 7 leads lead programs for creatives and leaders and anyone really with boldness and a sense of calling. You can check out her programs and read some of her amazing writing at chayladavison.com. Links to everything in the notes. I mentioned last week that I was switching things up and here's what I meant. Rapid firing personality style questions at people. Thanks to her amazing self-awareness and capacity to articulate herself, this style of interview worked well on Chayla, but I've decided not to continue doing it as it's not as insightful as I had imagined. In fact, I've decided not to record any further episodes for now, so finally I am calling time on season one, and I'm not sure if there'll be a season two yet. I truly appreciate you if you've been listening, especially to people who have reached out to thank me or offer words of support and encouragement. It has meant a lot. Enjoy hearing from Taylor. I hope that the interview style doesn't give you whiplash. There'll be three more episodes after this one before I go quiet. the last fight you had with your husband about oh my gosh about needing to calibrate my approach to seeking affection and I was pissed what are you most excited about in life right now creativity writing a solo show I'm making what's the biggest challenge you currently face managing my energy to keep it focused and wielded towards my priorities what's an important habit for you Writing and yoga. And your biggest vice? Overdoing. How would you describe your home in three words? Chaotic, nourishing, lively. When is the best time to ask you for a favor? When I'm in get shit done mode. (laughs) And the worst time? After 3 p.m. What is the sevenest thing about you? That that question is impossible to answer pithily. <laughs> and the least seven, seven-ish thing about you? Mm, I have an orientation to death and pain that I find very nourishing. If you weren't your type, which clearly is the best, which type would you be and why? I would be a four because fours truly are the best um because <laughs> most of the people who i have the most or many of the people who have intimately connected nourishing relationships with are fours most used app my probably my calendar <laughs> most used word i don't know 
I mean, aside from um, like what, uh, uh, probably emergence or seasonality. Do you see yourself going back on social media? Don't know right now. Probably not. And if I did, probably only for like local intimate connection with people I actually know. Taylor, what is a book or author you recommend to all creatives? Stephen Pressfield, do the all, all of his things, but The War of Art and Do the Work were fantastic. A book or author you recommend to all coaches? I like Ken Wilber. I don't know that all coaches mm. are going like, to want to get their heads around that, um, but I think that's fantastic. I also really liked the, while it felt like pop psych, the, um, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, I think was mm. fantastic. What does writing mean to you? It's like food. It 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 feels like fundamental to my nourishment, to my lively like like my life force, um, my self expression. It's my medium. If you were to pen a memoir, what would the title be? Well, since my solo show is doing a little bit, that, the title <laughs> is currently a little bit much. Oh, I love it. Hot. If you were to pen a write a self help book, what would the title be? Mm, regenerative livelihood Mm. how old were you when you completed the landmark forum 19 what would you say it if anything it developed in you Mm, integrity Mm. like a real strong capacity to honor my word and clean up any messages messes when I'm out of integrity and would you do it now no I mean, maybe, because I maybe wouldn't know. I think it offers a lot. I think it's also very partial and a bit problematic. Agree. How many silent meditation retreats have you done? Three, 10-day, and a three-day. Wow. And how does self-care look to you? Uh, Depends on the season. Exercise, baths, yoga, gardening, weed, edibles, maybe plant medicine. Um, It depends on how like kind of daily maintenance is like high and low energy ways of being embodied and breaking from productivity spells. And then in like deeper ways, taking time off. Like I take August off doing Mm. retreats, doing deep inner work. Those would be like. And if you weren't an entrepreneur and a master coach, what would you be doing? Do you think? Writing books. If you were to write yourself a Dear Taylor, what would the subject be? How do I fully trust myself to go for the budding visions and dreams that feel outside of the scope of my current identity and expertise? Taylor, what is your greatest asset? Wait, wait, are we talking like tangible assets? I would say my greatest (laughs) asset is. my heart, my my genuine care for people, humanity. And your biggest liability? Taking on too much. Who do you wish understood the value of self-development? White men in power. What age were you when you started your first business? 19. And what was that business? A hair salon. Haven Hair Artistry and Wellness Creation. Oh my God, what an amazing name. How did it end that business? 
I sold it. I sold the, I sold contracts with the staff and my client list to an existing salon and the whole team moved up there um, in 2008 for three years worth of my revenue, which allowed me to retrain as an integral coach, start a business, leave a marriage all as a single mom. Wow. What is your primary spiritual path or practice currently? Um, Currently is nature-based. Well, that and like folding my laundry in a reasonable period of time and not (laughs) wanting to renovate my kitchen. Those feel like actual, like just being in life and not wanting it to be different um, is a big one. And, but nature-based, like third person relationship with God. I am a rising nature, being out in nature, being in nature patterns, gardening that really connects me with the wider net of all of us. Be quiet in your mind. Rigorous exercise, like cardio, um, yoga, and writing. What was the last thing you thought to develop in yourself? Moving back into, I really deconstructed busyness and pathological productivity for a very long time. So um, coming back to a season of my life that is very busy and full and high energy and doing that in a very aligned, titrated, regulated way. Mm -hmm. What's a quality that you value in others? Integrity. Empathy. You just asked for one. I'm happy with two. Okay. I just really love people. (laughs) Yeah, I just really do. So people who are willing to be who they are and like give and receive in mutuality. And quality that you value in yourself. Also feel free to give more than one. Um, Generosity. I really like, I I feel and am generous and I really value that. Um, And... I'm insightful. You are. Yeah. When was the last time you fell in love? Oh, uh, with my husband. <laughs> and we met in, at the beginning of 2014. And the last time you cried? This morning on a call with my publicist. Tell me one key lesson from the past 12 months, Jada. That wintering as a concept is far more romantic than wintering as the actuality of dying to yourself and your identity. Quite hard, turns out. What was something that the pandemic highlighted for you? The heartbreaking reality of late stage capitalism and where wealth and money is funneling. Describe your last year, as in 2022, in three words. Clarifying, liberating, joyful. I know that's not the norm. I know a lot of people had a shitty 2022. I'm sorry. No. It was really great. <laughs> only because I wintered. What would you love to be able to say about this year at the end of it? That the ecosystem of my business and offerings solidified and that I really went for it with my authorship dreams in a way that is coming to fruition who would you love to interview for your podcast what is leadership 
I really want to interview Alexandra Franzen and her business partner. Um, I really dig their vibe and what they're doing. So this isn't um, somebody who I hopefully will. Uh, also not on social media, do a lot of stuff in writing and publishing. And I really like her marketing voice and approach. What is leadership? Who knows? <laughs> but I think some of the ones that's been at the forefront has developed a bit of a weird, sick world. So I don't like that kind. In a recent interview, someone actually said, and I was like, yeah, is like the most commonly used term that doesn't actually mean something. Or we all have these different perceptions of what it means, but it's commonly used. So to me, in my work, is leadership is about really finding what your unique way is to have authentic, aligned influence in your life and with others. What's easy for you that used to be challenging? What's easy for me that used to be challenging? Prioritizing and executing without spin. What's challenging for you that used to be easy or fun? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. It's challenging for me that used to be easy. I would say physically, like the changes in my body, like really just the, the limits to my power, like running, jumping, playing. The limits used to be mental and now the limits are physical, which is painful and frustrating. Something you do now that you ideally don't want to be doing in 10 years. Mm, um, coaching. <laughs> Most coached Enneagram type. Ooh, most coached Enneagram type. I would probably say seven and four. Mm. Um, most coached instinct type. Oh, I don't know if there's a most. Yeah, I can, we'll get a mixed bag. Yeah, I can really see across, but I can feel those are the self-presers. Those are the <laughs> socials. These are the sexuals. The sexuals are fun as heck. <laughs> not that the others aren't, but. Sexuals are just more fun. Everyone knows. The funnest way to spend an empty weekend? Oh, um, coffee with people I love, moving adventurously in nature, not having plans I don't want to go to. What is something that you prefer doing alone? Uh, keep it clean, please. <laughs> well, I mean, now that you said that, um, I actually prefer that with other people. So, um, what do I prefer doing alone? Maybe like smoking pot and going for a walk in the woods. Yeah. I'd rather be alone for that. Um, who has inspired you lately? A lot of my clients, I'm drawing on a lot of inspiration from, um, bravery at new edges. I feel like for a little bit, I've kind of been resting in my more like capacities and expertise zone. And, and so people who are like really making courageous moves, I felt really inspired by and looking for where I'm not. Any pet peeves? Mm, yeah. Um, I'm auditorily sensitive. So um, like gross noises, licking, chewing, dogs licking themselves. <gasps> I cannot. Um, and or even just like loud music when I'm trying to focus and do deep work. I don't have music on when I'm working. And um, apathy and ambivalence is very difficult for me in with others. How do you say no to people you like? Not very well. Biggest accomplishment so far? It's going to be difficult. I think continuing to come back to 
my own sense of alignment with my calling, even when it means disappointing people, letting people down or not as uh, visible accomplishments. Does that make sense? I love that. And of all the visible accomplishments you could have chosen, if you were not living on the, I think I'm going to say this correctly, unceded territory of the Skarmish nation. Have I said that? Skarmish, yep. Oh, oh gosh. Where would you be living? On a beach. Like, like somewhere, like, I don't know, Costa Rica, Thailand, Mm. Portugal, somewhere, not here, somewhere warm. I would be somewhere warm where there's water. What's your favorite holiday? My honeymoon in Maui was pretty rad. And um, driving down the Baja with my best friend in our 20s in a Volkswagen van. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was. Somewhere you haven't been that you've always wanted to go. India. Mm. Something you always travel with. A notebook. What is a piece of advice for people wanting to ski in a wedding dress? So mad people like you. Oh, you did do your research. Um, uh, Make sure you can bustle that sucker up and uh, get a photographer who knows how to ski if you want any decent pictures. Favorite workout? Favorite workout? Oh, really depends on my. I would say like um uh, like something that that contains multitudes. So some like high intensity, some like deep stretch outside, some like outdoor boot campy kind of thing. That, oh, that's brutal. Yeah, no, I like it. What do you listen to when you work out? Like my musical line of development is like not much. So I will listen to whatever somebody else puts on, mm-hmm. or I will like search a playlist for my mood and play that what is your most eaten snack probably apples yeah apples is like a go-to snack yeah most used metaphor in your coaching programs Ooh, I don't repeat those much they're very customized and intimate Mm. um (laughs) I would I'd say probably the one that's repeated the most, maybe like two or three times, is like something in the in a hummingbird bee air, arena for a current <laughs> way, which incidentally was also my current way. Mm. Oh, really? Standard approach to resistance or people not doing their practices. Normalizing it that that's actually change is not going to happen without it. Um, and then getting really curious about super scaled down micro moves that can work with the resistance itself without making the resistance wrong. Mm. Practice you find yourself giving over and over again. Um, Receptivity through the senses and varying pace practices. What's one thing that running lead has taught you? That the most power as a developmental course builder you can have is to simplify complexity oh that is that knocked it out of the park so something something that has surprised you about parenting that it's not as easy as I thought it was so but not pre-parenting like everybody's like it's going to be so hard and I thought it's going to be so hard and then I had my son and then it wasn't and then I was like (laughs) this isn't so hard I am so patient and I'm so capable. And then I had my second son and I was like, never mind. I just had an easy kid. So, and I guess with that, the surprise of like thinking 
that certain approaches or styles or ways are like how to be a good parent, like just how dependent it is on this emergent being for what's going to work and what's going to serve them and what's going to serve me. I admire all of you parents. I'm not a parent. Something that has surprised you about marriage? That's really good. What a good question. What am I surprised by? I am surprised by what we can mutually tolerate and still like each other. So true, right? That's got to be so true. Wow, I still want to be here. You still want to be here. Outstanding. What are your thoughts on my questions? Oh, I love them. I thought they were really fun. Some made me feel a little like, ooh, you're, I felt seen just in your curiosity. So they felt so inviting. Oh, good. And then my last question, Taylor, how will you reflect on this interview, if at all? Well, if I know anything from giving past interviews, my mind will probably look for the answers that I gave that I'm like, should I have given that? Particularly about the weed. Then I'll spiral into a little bit of a uh, post-visibility contraction. Then I'll soothe myself and then I'll be fine. Taylor, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. The next interview is with Catherine Grant. I think we're going to be talking about wings and trips along a wine dark sea.